With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Wednesday, March 11th. As we work out the way headed towards uh, free agency, we are so excited about what we've been able to provide you over at LandryFootball.com. By now, if you haven't checked it out, check out our free agent boards. Every position uh, graded scouting reports, who the best free agents out there. But even more important, because we don't know for certain who's going to be a free agent re-signed. We've got position by position how players graded in the league, every player graded in the league, position by position. And that's not all. We are wrapping up this week, and we'll have it done by the weekend. And we've started with the uh, North teams. The NFC and the AFC North teams are up, and we'll go um, the South and the East and the West. Uh, have it Should have it done by Friday, by Saturday. And that is a... A complete analysis, free agent strategy for each team. So we'll get into their rosters. We will tell you how every player on the team graded that year, who the free agents are, what are their needs are, what does their depth chart looks like going into free agency. So it's what we do, obviously, in the pro personnel side that's going to get you the best fit in understanding for who the best fits for your team uh, as we head into this offseason period with free agency. So we've got everything caught up on um, our notebooks of what's going on around the league, around uh, college football. We've got it all for you each and every day, all day long, over at LandryFootball.com, which is why you need to jump on the scouting season offer. That's the best we've ever had. That'll get you all of this information, plus more. That's going to give you... Uh, the best information you can find on the college and pro game um, from the viewpoint of a NFL scout uh, that works for NFL teams. So you can get all of that information, and so make sure that you check that out. Um, also want to remind you about our great friends at 401k Generation that brings you this podcast as well as our college podcast every day. They're licensed in all 50 states. They're the experts in money management and investment inquiries, 
making sure that you're on track to your financial goals. That's what they do. That's what they can help you accomplish. Get a second opinion. Get a first opinion. Just check and see what they can do to help you. It's a very volatile time in the market. They can help you understand situations better. And they're licensed in all 50 states. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, they can help you today. So give them a call at one 998 5879 Make sure that you listen to this podcast, again, by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. That's going to give you the best information um, that you can get right to your phone each and every day with the um, going right to your phone. You can also get it on um, the website, LandryFootball.com. I uh, want to get to a couple of things. Uh, checking in with the Titans. Um, they're focusing on Ryan Tannehill. I don't know that the Tom Brady situation is as big. I mean, it's a possibility. But uh, having their way, it seems like the focus is on Tannehill. And if a deal gets done, then they'd like to turn to Derrick Henry and get a deal done with him. But that's first come first as uh, the ticking time clock down to the start of free agency is right around the corner. Uh, quick little note, the Steelers and the Cowboys are going to be your teams playing in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio on August 6th. Um, the NFLPA and the NFL Management Council agreed to extend the franchise-slash-transition tag deadline to Monday, March 16th, this coming Monday. Um, we mentioned that would take place once the players' voting was moved back to Saturday. Um Nothing has changed. I know everybody's talking about coronavirus and affecting sports. Look, the draft is going to take place. The league meetings are going to take place in Florida. That's not changing with the owners. Let me just say, that's not a big deal. If the if the owners could decide, depending upon what the health organizations say, you can have an owners meeting electronically. Here's the other thing. No one wants it because there's money involved, but you can have a draft electronically. I mean, the draft is not conducted on site. There are players, and there's all the frivolity and the trimmings, but the nuts and bolts of what the draft is all about is in the team's war rooms. That can be done electronically like it used to be in the old days. When I first started in the league, there wasn't really anybody there around. Now, again, not saying that people want that, but as much as it's become a big-time media event, and my God, Nashville really broke out in a big-time way, um, it's not an essential part. It's not like playing in an empty stadium. But that's that's the update. Everything remains in place. We'll see how it plays out. But we're going to have a draft. It just may be without fans. Uh, there's going to be an owner's meeting. It just may be done electronically. But it's going to happen. Um, Ravens' Marsha Yonda announced his retirement. Boy, what a player he has been. He's hanging up his cleats. Only one of three guards in NFL history to earn at least eight Pro Bowls. Super Bowl victory. Joining uh, Larry Allen and Alan Fanica on that list. Played in all 13 seasons with the Ravens. 35 years old. Uh, played along Jonathan Ogden's, one of the more important offensive linemen in franchise history. He created $7 million of cap space but a glaring hole at right guard. I uh, also got word that 
while there is some talk about maybe getting to work on a long-term deal with Patrick Mahomes, and people say, hey, got to get that deal done, got to get that deal done. Look, um, here's the bottom line. It takes two to do a deal. And Patrick Mahomes right now is inclined to get the new CBA implemented. Wait to see how these deals come out this offseason and then go from there. It's going to be a lot. It's probably going to be $40 million per. But might be even more. How much? Probably be worked off of these current deals. Uh, compensatory selections have been awarded. The Patriots, always amongst the most there, um, got four. And and it's it's a it's a formula that comes about that factors in um, how many players you lose versus how many guys you signed in free agency, and that's always part of the strategy that Bill Belichick has. Um, Free agent linebacker Christian Kirksey recently released. It's always lined up, already lined up three visits. Um, coming off two injured seasons, we'll see how these things check out um, medically. Uh, Reggie Gilbert's been re-signed by the Titans to a one-year contract, a fifth-year undrafted free agent, exclusive rights guy. The Rams are knocking a tender, an offer to restricted free agent receiver um, JoJo Natson. Diminutive little guy, really good on punts, uh, okay on kicks. Turn 26. Um, you know, I think there'll be some people that'll be interested in a, in a situation role on special teams. I don't know that he's a 53-man make guy. Talked about Yonda stepping aside and retiring. Check in with the Ravens. Definitely would at least make a phone call to see if Kelechi Osimile, uh, what type of shape he's in, what type of interest. Don't know that anything's gonna gonna come of that. But um, three months shy of his thirty-first um, birthday, be unlikely to to slap back in and do the same type of job that he did prior to. But we'll see. Uh, one of the real prizes in free agency is Robbie Anderson and. He definitely has an interest in going back with the Jets. We'll see if they can get a deal. I think they definitely want him back. It's just a matter of getting a deal done. We'll see how that plays out. Um, the Raiders have talked to folks about Gabe Jackson. Um, he's due a whopping $28.7 million. They've been doing the talking. And a $9.6 million cap hit. Uh, just not a really good... Um, trade value for somebody trying to trade for him. So I don't think they're going to go anywhere with him. Um, Emmanuel Sanders camp says they've yet to really engage in any contract talks with the Niners. Uh, it looks like he's going to walk. 32 years old. Uh, exploded in his first two games with San Francisco. Um, gave him a presence out of the slot, but he battled through some rib injuries. I think they're looking to move on. Uh, the Redskins feel like they've made some progress 
in contract talks with Eric Flowers. Um, we'll see if they can get that done. That would be huge. The Texans have signed Kai Fairbarn, their kicker, to a four-year, $17.65 million deal, $9 million guaranteed. He's might have made a right a, a, quite a career out of himself since coming out of UCLA in 17. He's made 55 of 77, 83%. Um, in 48 games, been really, really effective. The Panthers have re-signed Kyle Allen to a one-year, $585,000 contract, exclusive rights-free agent. So wasn't going anywhere, but they decided to sign him, and uh, as opposed to letting him go, could still opt to draft a replacement for him. It does not mean that they're saying we're signing him. We think he's the answer, but he certainly did some good things for him. Um. The Cowboys exercised the option on Jamizi Owalis, the fullback's um, second-year option. Played in 118 snaps over 16 games. Um, hadn't really done a whole lot. James Bradbury, the corner, is going to get some interest on the market. I think the Jets and the Giants are among the teams that have been linked to him, as well as Byron Jones is a player that they're – certainly the Jets, I know, are interested. Jets really need – some help. I mean, they right now would have to line up with Daryl Roberts and Austin and Mueller. Um, well, at least the Giants have DeAndre Baker and Sam Beal. Uh, the Redskins, Eagles, Raiders are also going to be in on Bradbury, I would think. The Texans did resign Darren Fells to a two-year, $7 million contract. Includes a $4 million up front. Um, good in-line blocker. 33 years old. Uh, you know, Ken Catch is just not going to stretch anybody 6'3", 270. Really good inline blocker, really effective for the running game. The Bills exercise Spencer Long, second-year option. The offensive lineman signed off the streets, porn being released by the Jets in February. Um, he provided good midseason value as an interior reserve capable playing both center and guard position. She'll compete for a starting job if Buffalo fails to resign Quentin Spain. Um, the Bills also re-signed Robert Foster to a one-year $660,000 uh, contract. Um, you know, the guy played well through a seven-game stretch of this past year, but, you know, he obviously with John Brown and Cole Beasley and Duke Williams – uh, his role was diminished uh, after that stretch. But, you know, not due to the fact that he didn't play well. So they've got some good players in front of him. And the Bills also signed, um, re-signed, cornerback Levi Wallace to a one-year, 660. If you're wondering, that's a, the standard, the the uh, the minimum for an restricted rights guy. He struggled down the stretch, did Wallace. Um, and uh, two picks playing across Tredavious White from week nine on, but uh, showed more enough. Uh, he graded out fairly well in the low-grade purple or orange areas, but enough in the low-grade purple to at least um, get a chance to um, to compete, get better, and see if he can't play a little bit better opposite White and uh, maybe even be, um, uh, you know, somebody can help on the slot too. But maybe we'll drop, uh, if they can upgrade that spot, um, 
maybe could be the fourth guy while he continues to upgrade. But they, they could allow Kevin Johnson to walk. So he's a valuable piece to, to keep him in that role. Uh, the Seahawks promoted quarterback coach David Canales to passing game coordinator. Austin Davis was promoted to quarterback coach, making him the youngest in the league for that role. This keeps the staff foundation in place, but um, gives a comfort level um, for Russell Wilson. Um, some draft information. I know that the Jets and the Saints, among others, have interests in Kansas tackle uh, Hakeem Adenjai, six four three zero two. They've set up a private workout for him. Um, he can play guard or tackle. He's a later round guy that I think could help. Uh, and keep an eye out on a guy by the name of Cam Gill, a linebacker from Wagner College. He's six three two thirty two. Um, you play defensive end. He's worked in some of the defensive back drills, ran four, five, eight. Uh, he's got ability to rush the passer. Uh, I mean, done everything to me. He's an outside backer type. Um, and I think he's going to be an undrafted free agent, but I mention him here cause I want you to remember his name, Cam Gill, probably be late round, maybe even undrafted free agent. But this guy's got a chance, I think, to make a roster, certainly be on a developmental squad. So remember Cam Gill. On our um, series, as we kind of break through each position, we'll talk a little bit about some of the linebackers that are available uh, or may be available, the Tier 1 linebackers. Shaq Barrett is expected to re-sign with the Bucks. He had an unbelievable year last year. They're going to use the tag on him. So he's really not a free agent. He graded in uh, the low-grade uh, reds. Uh, Unique and Dockway, depending on you look at him as a DN or outside backer, I don't see him leaving. He's either, well, unless he's traded. Those are the two guys that would be Tier 1 guys. And neither one of them, you're going to have to trade for Ning Dockway, and Barrett's, the Bucks are not trading him. So you're looking at Tier 2 guys. Low-grade purples, and again, to know how these grades correspond you really want to get onto landryfootball.com to get not only the scouting reports but the obviously the boards that tell you how every player in the league graded out at each position but Marcus Golden um, had a lost 2017 season because of a torn ACL uh, but he managed to rebound in 19 had 10 sacks and he's got some ability 29 years old Jordan Jenkins of the Jets He's lived up his third-round billing, a really good player. He gets burned in coverage a little bit too much, but guy can rush the pressure. Those two guys you need to pay attention to as Corey Littleton uh, from the Rams, 26 years old, one of the better coverage linebackers in the league, can run the seam with the tight ends, close on running backs. Um, he's struggled against the run. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, so he, But he's a nickel guy. Joe Schobert of the Browns. Um, Schobert, Schobert's play in the run game this past year um, wasn't as good, but he's transitioned nicely in coverage and is a pass rusher. Jamie Collins of the Patriots. Um, look, he's played really well for them. Um, he's not been someone that uh, obviously his time in Cleveland wasn't really very good. So I think there's a little bit of buyer beware there, but he's still got some value, still young enough. Um, Blake Martinez of the Packers. Um, 
he's shown all the qualities to be a really good linebacker. He's just never shown, put it all together. He's earned top-level grades in all facets. Um, he doesn't have great athleticism to make up for plays when he's a little bit late, but the guy's really good. Tier three guys, um, I think Vic Beasley got off the nice start in his career, but he struggled in recent years. You know, he's a guy that should not be grading in the orange category, and that's what he's done. Um, some little gray purple, but mostly orange. Bruce Irvin of the Panthers, a guy that at 32 played exclusively as a pass rusher for the first time in his pro career. Uh, Kyle Fackerel of the Packers. Bruce produced 10.5 sacks in 18, but didn't get to play this much this season. Devondre Campbell, the Falcons, a solid linebacker. Been solid for them, particularly against the run. He struggles in coverage. Be better as a two-down player. Aaron Lynch of the Bears is a talented edge player. Stops the run very well. He's had some injury issues. That's a bit of an issue. Terrell Suggs is at the end of the line. He was great in his role for the Chiefs at age 37. He's not an every-down player, and really he's more of a what the role that he played for the Chiefs at the end of the year. Uh, Kamu Gruger-Hill of the, the Eagles, 26 years old, good run defender, not very good in coverage, just 26. He's got some areas he can prove upon. And then Michael Kendricks of the Seahawks, 30 years old, tore his ACL in Week 17, so he may not be ready That's uh, for the start of the season, but – there's some other guys, and uh, certainly look at the complete list of guys and how they graded out this past year at the defensive end position. I uh, want to remind you, I've got a couple of questions I need to get to here. Kevin asks um, about the proper way to evaluate each team's offensive and defensive schematics. From prior podcasts, my understanding is that schematics are important, but yet still overrated. Um no, I mean, they're not overrated. Schematics are important, but misunderstood. A lot of times what people confuse as schematics really are execution, which is every bit as important as coaching. So I would not say it's overrated. I would not say it's overrated at all. It's just misunderstood. Nevertheless, I'm somewhat fascinated with this aspect of the game. At the pro level, when I'm watching a game, the commentator says Team A is playing chess. Team B is playing checkers in terms of scheme. Um, first of all, that's a cute statement. It's very rarely accurate. And if you try to learn from the guys that are doing TV, you're you're going to get misled on a lot of things. But it says when you break down film, how often that's truly the case? Hardly ever. I mean, you see – here's the thing. You, you definitely see some teams that some coaches – they do a maybe they're not doing as good a job of adjusting, but a lot of it has to do with you know um, in some cases it's true, but in most cases it's just the player's inability to run certain things. So a lot of times what you're not running is because they're not able to run it. Now why can't they run it? Well, if they can't run it, you're either not teaching it right or you don't have good enough players. So um, that's that's very much overrated. How definitive can an evaluation of schematics really be? Aren't there so many variables that would prohibit a precise assessment of schematics? Um, well, the biggest key is execution. And when I evaluate schematics is I evaluate how well they run it and how effective they are. Um, the, the variables are just how well you coach it, how well they run it, certainly having players that execute it, but... 
That's really the key. What is more difficult to evaluate, offense or defense? For me, neither. I mean, they're 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 neither one or more difficult. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. It seems like the Texans, Titans, and the Forty ers did a good job defending the Chiefs' normal offense. But when the Chiefs went into the helter skelter mode, their offense seemed unstoppable. So, what's the way to characterize Kansas City offense from a schematic standpoint? Well, first of all, the biggest issue with the Texans and the Titans, they couldn't rush the passer for four quarters. So when you can get pressure on the quarterback and cover, you have some success slowing it down. But you could you got to do it for four quarters. And when they do ratchet up the tempo, you're starting to wear out a tired defensive front. That's why the Titans and the Texans fell short. For the Niners, the Niners couldn't execute enough on offense to keep the football enough. And their much more talented defense still struggled uh, to get off the field when they absolutely could. So it's really not about schematics in the stretch run. It was the inability to generate enough pass rush. And in the case of the Niners, the inability to finish out on offense, that was the key. John asks about what do the Buccaneers need to do in free agency and in the draft to potentially take next step to being a playoff team. John, I, I like the Bucks' receivers, tight ends, and linebackers. They need help everywhere else. Quarterbacks got to be solved. Got to keep Shaq Barrett. They need an edge rusher. They need an interior defensive line to go with Vea. Need help at tackle and an interior of the offensive line. Could use help at corner and safety. Um, running back has a chance to be okay, but need to add another one there. They need a lot. They need a whole lot. I think they're two years away, and it's because I don't think they've done a very good job with the roster. I think the quarterback makes a ton of mistakes. I think um, they've improved on the defense, but they need some other pieces. I think if they can get the edge rusher, and I think they can get some help in the secondary, this, this defense might be pretty good. Then it's about hitting on a couple of linemen and running the football. So, in short... Aside from the quarterback, which is obvious, get a little help on the offensive line, run the football better, add a pass rusher, add a, a cover guy in the secondary, and that gives you you know, a chance to be competitive to take the next step. And like anything in a four-team division, maybe you get a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe somebody has an injury. I mean, they've, listen, the Falcons have not been healthy. That's been a problem. Uh, could that be something that uh, they benefit from? Y- you could. Carolina's rebuilding. So there's no reason why the Bucks can't potentially catch or pass Carolina. And then it's just about seeing what the Falcons can do. The Saints have some issues themselves that they need to uh, finish out through. So we'll see. We'll keep you up to date, obviously, on that as free agency in the draft uh, gets through its process. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. We want to uh, ask you to join us again tomorrow for another edition of the Pro Football Show. Send us your question over at LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and we'll address it here on this podcast or on the college podcast, whatever is your pleasure. Uh, check out the college podcast as well as the NFL podcast each and every day. Sign up for it. Landry Football's conference call. Landry Football's conference call. That's where you sign up for it. It'll go right to your phone. You can also get it on LandryFootball.com. Um, also, um, want to remind you about the great folks at 401k Generation. 
They are the experts in money management and investments. So give them a call today uh, at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So take advantage of their expertise. Tell them that we sent you, uh, and they'll be more than happy to help you. And get your financial checkup today. And if we can help you promote your brand, your business, give us a call or give us a ring over at, uh, actually, give us a line. Drop us a line at LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, Flip on over and listen to our college podcast as well as we talk all things football. And check out LandryFootball.com. The scouting season offer is the best one we've had. Get these draft boards. Get these um, these free agent scouting reports. Get ready for our um, excuse me our draft boards and scouting reports. Get these free agent scouting reports and our free agent boards. One stop shopping football. It's like having your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. So join it today. Join us today. We'll see you there, and we'll see you here back on another edition of the Pro Football Show tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.